Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm your host, Tammy Hooker. And I'm producer Mary Jacobs. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside of Plano and just outside of what you might expect. Well, we got here as fast as we could. Few couples in Plano have roots that run as deep in this community as Marshall and Mabry Jackson. You may know Mabry from her time on city council or the Plano Chamber or at the North Texas Commission. If you've set foot at a Plano Wildcat football game, enjoyed barbecue at a Plano football tailgate, or are an active Plano ISD alum, you know Marshall. When each of their families moved to Plano in 1970, Plano had only 13,000 residents. Today, the population hovers around 275,000. Our yards when we moved were all dirt. And so they were the old farmstead of the Amy Wilson Heritage Farmstead. So all those, all that land was all ex-farmland. So you'd be putting your grass in. And I remember my mom would put us outside with spoons and whatever while she was working. And you would dig up old sheep bones, like with the teeth and everything. It was fun growing up here, though, because you knew everybody on the streets, on all the streets. Every street. So it went Grandview, Westridge, Northcrest, Westlake. Mm-hmm. And so Marshall was on Northcrest. I was on Westridge. But we knew everybody 10 blocks each way. So so you you didn't know the name of the streets when you were little, but you would just say, hey, I'm going to Mark Breloves. And mom knew that it was down past Wilson across Custer and, you know, up towards Matt Price's. Or if you said, hey, I'm going over to Carroll Prosick, she knew that that was up there on the corner. Or if I was going to Robbins or Mabry's or Becky's, she knew, okay. Notice how it's all girl names. Mabry is the Director of Public Affairs at HEB Central Market. She's also Honorary Consul Royal Netherlands. I'm not even sure what that means, but it sounds pretty awesome. Marshall is a logistics broker. He's had various leadership roles supporting Plano ISD, the YMCA Longhouse Board, and was a board member at the Assistance Center of Collin County. Marshall and Mabry both graduated from Plano Senior High, as well as their two sons. We are a product of the most phenomenal school system ever created, I think, in the United States, all because of Dr. Hendrick. And I think that if you think about every year, we had awesome teachers every single year. We didn't have discipline issues. We didn't have problem teachers. We had teachers that didn't want to do the job. They were all really dedicated teachers and they all cared about us. I can, I can tell you every teacher from first grade uh, up until uh, sixth grade. They visited your house when you were sick. They bring your homework. Uh, the teachers would bring your homework over to you. You knew the whole town. There was no east versus west. There was, there was just none of that. The only thing to do on a Friday night, other than Thunderbird Roller Rink, was the Plano Wildcat football team. Everybody in town went to that game. It was do or die. If you didn't go to the Thunderbird on Friday night, there was something wrong with you. You would put your ride system together on Wednesday to get you there, because every kid in Plano was going to be there after the football game. 
I think the difference, too, between what I see now versus then, and, and we have very, very giving people here, I think, in town. But back then, everybody was invested in this town. The churches were really active here, not from a judgmental political standpoint, but from a taking care of each other standpoint. A real community-based type. I mean, my parents, they had a volleyball league and they played volleyball at Cox Gym. They, then they were all in square dancing. So square dancing was a big, big softball. Then softball got yeah, men, softball. Uh, men's softball, and then uh, then they had co-ed. But it was because we didn't all have money back then, or it was enough to get by. No one was hurting, but you didn't talk about oh, so and so has more money than I do, or they have a bigger car. It was just it was a different time where well, I think the middle class was really the middle class. There wasn't social media, there wasn't any of that. The community leaders would always have something to do. Muscular list free walkathons. So uh, that was cool. And everybody in Plano would do the 20 mile walk. But we had Sam Johnson's homecoming parade when he came home from the war. We were all in that. Mabry and Marshall have a long term view of Plano. The changes, the ups and downs, the controversies that have come and gone. So my dad was on city council when they built the uh, Clark Stadium. And at the time, it was the Allen Stadium of North Texas because it was the only high school stadium uh, in the state of that size. And it had AstroTurf. So we had colleges coming and looking at our stadium. People in the community thought this school board is or uh, school board and city council are nuts because they're going to spend and I, I don't know how much it costs, uh, $10 million or $12 million to build, whereas, um, you know, Allen Stadium was $63 million. People were, like, ready to run them out of town, but they knew that it was going to have to serve Plano, not only, and not only then, but for future uh, generations. And those, for the, for the longest, well, even now, it's really the only stadium in Plano that services all three high schools. The Jackson family has had Plano football season tickets for 40 years. Marshall wears a custom-made Go Wildcats Go shirt. He might be Plano's own version of Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights. And I, I go to all the games. I'll go to East games, I'll go to West games, and I'll go to senior games. The investments like the stadium, um, our road system, everything was because we had really great leaders who would make decisions that were not political decisions. They made them because it was the right thing to look forward, and they never would stand in the way of progress. And so I worry today that we have people that are single issue, and they will stand in the way of progress of this town. And... that's not how we were built here and we were built from people who were true visionaries and so we need to make sure that the people we elect are true visionaries if you look at the the people that are involved now and you go and you look and see who their parents were you'll see the mccall's you'll see the haggards you'll see i mean the whites um there's the dickies the the jacksons the shapiros you know those those families you know we were all kind of a similar thread because our parents were all like that having lived here for more than 40 years plano holds many memories for both 
no matter what direction you go, and then there's something that you see that you can recall that's had an impact on your life here in this town, or at least for me, that is. Every time I go over by Weatherford Elementary, you know, dove hunting with my dad as a little boy um, because it was all fields. There was nothing over there. It was all uh, Rutledge Haggard's uh, property. and and, uh, Riding dirt bikes. Riding dirt bikes at the trails or, you know, walking. I mean, it's just... You, you you drive by and you say, man, that's where buddies used to be. We used to walk up there and get gum. Or I used to get my hair cut at Wright's Barbershop when I was in first grade. There it is. My brothers still go to this day. I mean, they've been getting their hair cut there for 40 years. To me, it's like an old quilt. So you run into people that you've known forever, and it, you find so much comfort in running into them in a restaurant or in a store. I mean, you can think of all the names when you run into people. I mean, we'll sit there for hours with people when we run into them. And these are people who were friends with our parents or we grew up with. And I think as it changes, it's more like a quilt made of different squares. And I think that's the thing that I'm most encouraged by with Plano is the diversity of Plano. But what they love most about Plano, they say, is that which has stayed the same. I think the people who were invested in where they live and they're invested in the entire community, not just part of the community, it's the whole city. That's like that's why in city council, city council, um, we don't have single member districts because you don't want someone only caring about their district. Every single council member in the mayor, they care about the entire city. And that's how I, I think that's kept us very healthy because we didn't have little fiefdoms of, well, one side had more business or more money than another side. I think that's important. Um, I think the other piece of it is our school system. We need to make sure that we have one of the best school systems um, that anyone can um, partake in, in the state or in the country. And then I think just a sense of um, respect for each other. That was something that we grew up with, that you were always you always treated your neighbor the same way you would want to be treated, and, um, and everybody was welcome. On top of their careers, Mabry and Marshall have two sons, James and Mitchell, both Plano Senior High graduates. They talked about what makes their relationship work. Well, it's, I think it's him because he makes me laugh every day. And so you can't, you have to have humor because Lord knows life gets a little bit tough. I mean, I've been able to do what I've accomplished because he has been the most amazing support system. You know, I've never been one to say, hey, I'm going to hold you back. You know, I'm way conservative in, in my thinking. And Mabry's one that when she gets an idea, it is, I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. And I sit there and I, I go through the cost analysis and all of that. And then at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs. She's going to do it. Just like the first time um, she decided to run for city council, we were, at a, uh, we were at a party. People were coming up to her and saying, hey, Mabry, when are you going to run? And I just kind of nearly choked on my cracker, my appetizer there, because I thought, oh, my God, please say no. And then that night, we were driving home, and she said, you know, I think I'm going to run for city council. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so 
but and that's that kind of you know i said okay you know let's let's uh let's go into it wholeheartedly and uh we're all in and when you're all in you're all in we grew up in two families where public service whether it was elected or volunteer it's just not an option. I mean, that's just what you did. You mm-hmm. gave it, whether it was in your church or your community or in your job, whatever, you had to give back. We were always taught to, you know, to leave it better than you found it. They speak from personal experience. Marshall's dad, Larry Bubba Jackson, was on city council in the 70s. He ran for mayor as well. Mabry, as we already mentioned, was herself on city council and ran for a state house seat. Even if you don't agree with someone who is in an elected position, if you run into them, always say thank you. Doesn't matter if you like them or you don't like them, agree with them, don't agree with them. Always say thank you because they are making that commitment away from their family. You don't get to go on vacation and you're not a mayor or you're not a city council person or you're not a school board member. You are always the mayor. You were always the city council member. So it is a 24-hour, seven days a week, all year long commitment. So always say thank you. Hey, I don't agree with you, but thanks for your service, you know. And then there's Marshall TV. Marshall has created a series of short videos, little glimpses of life in the Jackson family that have become popular among friends on Facebook. Okay, so all I wanted to do today was just like come home, watch some football, maybe change some light bulbs. Maybe we had a list like, I don't know, like six pages. So one of the things on the list was I had to do like six loads of wash. Do you know how much time six loads of wash takes? Forever. So Marshall started thinking, hey, how can I get this done quicker? And then it came to me. Why not the wash interior, like in college? Look, I'm doing five loads all at once. I'll be done in an hour. And then I can change light bulbs and then watch some Curse of Oak Island on the History Channel. That's awesome. I'm just hanging out with the cool people here at the wash interior. The fun thing about Marshall TV it was so fun to be able to share with all my friends of how much fun it is to live with him every day. And it was just, I mean, I belly laugh every well, single day. I think that a lot of people right now, we don't laugh enough. And so the more we can put on it, make people laugh. It just, just to lighten up the day a little bit. Okay, so before I left the house this morning, Mabry goes, hey, I need you to go out and do some Christmas shopping at lunch. I was like, okay, I can do that. I'll be happy to help. What do you got? So she gives me her list. Look at this. He's unrolling a handwritten list that is five pages long. Do you see it? She goes, I need you to pick up a few things. I'm like, a few things, heck. That'll take me years. Do you know how crowded the malls are and the roads are? Anyway, I had to take this to the war room. So I'm at my office. I'm in the war room, and I had to plot my strategy at lunch. I drew it out on the whiteboard, and this is where I went today at lunch. Can you see it? 
the whiteboard diagram looks like a disastrous multicolor maze with endless entanglements and exit points. Like if you threw a bowl of spaghetti on a wall. It was a nightmare. It was crazy. I called my family and I said, there is no Christmas this year. I can't take it anymore. I went in every direction possible. I'm not doing it tomorrow. Why does she put me through this stuff? Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. It was funny because he really did do all the Christmas shopping. Okay, I look under the tree. There's like no gifts. I'm like, man, somebody got to do this. It's going to be thin this year. I would have gone and bought everyone gift cards. But he buys presents, does all the wrapping. But you've always done that. My mom was a rapper, so... She taught us all how to rap and tie bows, and but she 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 taught us. She said, you know, before you leave school, uh, leave home, you got to know how to do several things: iron, wrap, and sew buttons on your shirts. He is the best husband that walks this earth. And with that, we've reached the end of our time with Mabry and Marshall Jackson, two of the most invested and interesting characters in Plano. I'm Charles Johnson, audio engineer for Plano Podcast. For more information, visit planopodcast.com and click on episode resources. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to support us on Patreon and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback, ideas, and comments our way. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time. <laughs>